hello everyone this is our first our very first podcast so we just wanted to come on and introduce ourselves and kind of tell you what we were talking about what this podcast is about i'm jamie britt i'm heath britt and together we are e14 E14. dual mill (laughs) we know how to add (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're dual mill uh we have we have um a great amount of years of experience 40 years of experience together if you combine all of our naval experience and so we wanted this to kind of be like a dear abby show where you our listeners write in you ask us situations or um you know problems you have that you that we might be of assistance so Uh, Before we get started, just want to let you know that the views expressed here in this podcast are not those of the Navy or our respective commands or of our respective rates, and they are just our opinions, and that's it. Just opinions we have over experience through the years. Uh, I think we have 40 years combined, approximately. Yeah. So that's a lot of of scenarios, a lot of things going on with anywhere from sailors' experiences to – to just like moving from command to command. So it's a lot of stuff that we've uh, both been through. Yeah. So um, I guess we'll get into our first topic. And what I wanted to talk to you about is what's um, weighing on my heart. And I, well, let's go into who we are as a sailor. So I am uh, an E6, I'm an AC1, and I am the CFL of my command um, and on recruiting duty right now. And one of the um, and do you want to tell what your what your rate is? Yeah, I'm a, a senior chief electronics technician. Uh, been in Navy like twenty about twenty four years. I work at uh, an N six department that's special team, uh, special boat team twenty two, and uh, here in South Mississippi. Okay, so um, we have two very different leadership styles, very different views on the Navy. Somehow we make it work, but. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, totally different. Totally different. He's She's a, a hugger. He's a crazy Cajun <laughs> in your face type of, of leader. Uh, I'm more of a, a diplomatic person, I guess. I don't know if any of my coworkers would say that or not. But anyway, what's been weighing heavy on my heart is I am the CFL for my command. And I have been suffering from, um, you know, lower back pain. And it's getting to the point where... I cannot run like I used to. In fact, every time we go running, it's like the next day or or the rest of that day, I'm shot. I cannot walk. It just pounds on my back. And I'm, I am having the struggle right now, the internal struggle of going to a low-impact cardio auction. And um, <laughs> She's the young one. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Um, but that's that's the struggle right now yeah. that, that we're going through yeah. and that he's been helping me kind of overcome. It's so. tough because I'm not a doctor. Um just if it hurts, don't do it. Because it's anything I mean, especially if it's chronic pain, don't do it. It's yeah. not worth it. Not well, worth no, the rest of your life. I mean, but how do you feel about me being the CFL and well, not being able to run my PRT? Like you're a program manager as a CFL. Yeah. You know how to get people in shape, which you got me in a lot better shape. Uh, <clears throat> you know the rules and regulations, and you do a lot of research. And that's the hard part about being the CFL. Working out's the easy part. The hard part is uh, managing the people, managing the program. That's the intense part. That's the part that gets people fired. I don't know why I have it in my head. 
you know, like you got to be that hardcore sailor and run the PRT. Like a lot of people uh, choose the low impact version. A lot of people, a lot of people. do. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they're less of a sailor. No, I mean, or not at all less of an athlete or anything like that but it really is weighing heavy like it's a hard decision for me to to do that well your requirement to be a cfl was getting excellent on the pfa at school doing the run you did that right you met the requirement the navy put these in these these alternative cardio in place for people that are having chronic injuries yeah mm -hmm. there's some people that probably could do do the run and choose not to but it's for the people that have lower back pains or what or whatnot that keep them from doing the uh, the uh, cardio run portion of the cardio and, and do an alternative uh, option. Yeah. And I guess at the end of the day, when you see it on your prims or whatever, it doesn't like. No, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. An excellence and excellent. Uh, or outstanding is an outstanding. You don't get excellence. Yeah. I get excellence. You get outstanding. <laughs> well, I used to. Now I'm struggling <laughs> on the run so bad. <clears throat> But um, I mean, that's just that's just the kind of conversations that we have, like on the regular about different situations we come across at work. Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Um, especially you know dealing with, you know, she deals with civilians. I don't have to deal with civilians for the most part. I have civilian employees that work there, and they're they're fine. But they they're always they're, most of them are retired military, so they get it. Mm -hmm. These kids straight out of high school, or in high school, they don't get it. They haven't learned yet. They're different. Yeah. They're different. It's a different uh, mentality. Different than when we started the yeah. Navy, for sure. Well, yes. that doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just different. Different um, challenges. Yeah. Different challenges like, to overcome. Like when I came in, everybody smoked pot. Everybody. Mm -hmm. So that was the challenge. I mean, we're all in decent shape because this was the uh, late 90s. Mm -hmm. People got out and did things because uh, they didn't have PS5s, PS4s, and things like that. And, you know, they didn't have. I sound like I'm old man, but they didn't have, it wasn't rampant like it is now. Only, I remember only like wealthy families had that stuff because uh, it was really expensive for, for that day. So, but it wasn't PS4, it was a uh, it was like Super a, Nintendo. Not even that, not even that. You're talking about like an NES, NES. That's what, when school. you came in the Navy. No, they had me. the Sega Genesis. That was what okay. they had. That was the big thing. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog, because PlayStation didn't come out till I was already in the Navy a little bit. I was like in a school or, or something when that came out. I remember a guy got it and I thought it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. The, the PlayStation now five generations of PS of PlayStation have been already developed. It's crazy. That's weird. <clears throat> yeah. I just think that um, the, you know, well, you came in in what year? 96. 96. Okay. And so I came in almost 10 years after yeah. you in 20 in 2005. Right. So the Navy that you came into is not the Navy that I knew totally coming different. in. And then now the Navy that they, these kids are coming into today is the totally different. Way different. I mean, um, we, we both, we all deal with like changes in the Navy the last 20, yeah. 15 to 25 years. Uh, you, you know, where, you know, everything has changed. Um, I mean, I mean, when I first got on a ship, the ship that I was on, which Abraham Lincoln, it just got outfitted to have females. Now a female on a ship is a normal. It's no the most normal deal. thing. It's the normal thing is having a guy on a ship. Yeah. It's and no they, different. And you, you think about it, those that are joining today <clears throat> never knew a Navy without females on subs, you know? Oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I remember that was like unheard of. 
uh, and, and never, never, or, or even, uh, I remember when I first joined and I was like, am I going to go to war, like be on the front lines? And they're like, no, yeah. the Navy's not ready to see its daughters go to combat. Right. right. And now like they could be seals. Swig, it's crazy. It's crazy. Know? Um, yeah, that's that little things like that that people don't think about. Yeah. I remember just a generation before I came in, I mean, not even that long, maybe five years before I came in. Now, now you, you, you get popped for, for uh, illegal drugs, you get kicked out. I remember uh, people telling me, oh, it'd just be a slap on the wrist. Yeah, I remember people telling me before, like they'd be on the back of the fan smoking a joint. Yep. And, um, yeah. Or yeah. alcohol, like a DUI was just, just a step you, you went through in life. It wasn't a big deal. Now it's a career killer. Uh, it's changed. And that's good. You don't, that's, those are some good changes, I think. Mm -hmm. um, great changes. You need, you needed that. I mean, it, it's not the Wild West anymore. We need to. So we talked bit. about our very different leadership styles and how, yeah. so kind of to explain what type of leader you, well, what yeah, do you think? You are? I think, um, like she said, I'm kind of an in your face kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm mean or I yell at people. I don't, I don't do that. But if I have a problem with somebody, they need to know about it. I always wanted people to be up front with me. If I'm jacked up, let me know I'm jacked up. Mm -hmm. Tell me and I, I'll fix it. And that's how I, that's how I um, deal with things. Or, but I always, but another thing I'm, I really am good about doing when I was a younger guy, say a younger chief, you did it because I told you to do it. I've changed that because that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That absolutely does, does not, not work, work in today's name. At all. At all. Yeah. Uh, you, you give the guys, give the kids, not kids, give the young sailors a buy-in. Mm -hmm. Why is this important? And treat them like a part of the solution. Like, how can we make this better? I remember I was going through... Um a leadership course. I don't know. I don't remember what it was for, maybe to make first class or right. whatever. And they, they were like, uh, you know, used to, it was do this because I said, and there's yeah. no other explanation. <clears throat> now we got to say, like, if I say, Hey, shine the brass. Now there's the why, why? Mm -hmm. Well, um, shine the, you know, Hey everyone, the admiral's coming in. So I need you to shine the brass. So you just got to reword what you need everyone right. to do. Definitely. Um, Definitely. Especially when you're working with people that are, under 30 and under mm -hmm. uh, older guys, it's different or gals it's different, but especially the ones that are younger uh, under 30, you really have to change your methodology on how to get them to do what you need them to do. So other than being kind of in your face or if I'm jacked up, what is, what other type of leader? Accountability. Yeah. Hold people yeah. accountable. And it doesn't have to be hell and brimstone every time they are late from work. And that's personally my pet peeve is punctuality. I'm not a super, I'm yeah, get a haircut. That's important. But punctuality to me is means you care enough about your job and about us as an organization to come to work on time. But even if it's not Helen Brim, Brimstone, um, a simple, Hey, whoever's late bringing donuts, <laughs> something like that, or whoever, if it's, it's an, if it's a habitual problem, then you'll have to raise it up. And I probably actually canceled on paper, maybe three people in my whole career. So, what, what, so I guess what would you say like young back in your young Navy days started your course to who you are now? Uh, probably, probably a, a, a more senior E5. I, uh, I realized real quick if, because I got thrown in the LPO position as an E5. Um, and I had, I remember to get people what I wanted, I had to make them feel like they were part of the solution mm -hmm. and they are, I'm not mm -hmm. making them feel that way because they're not, no, they are. They just have to know that. Um, treat them like, hey, what do we need to do as a team? Mm -hmm. What do you think? No matter if they're E1 to E6 to E9, uh, make them feel that they're part of the solution, especially the junior guys, because they're smart. 
they're they're just naturally smarter than we were when we came in. Was it like a situation? Oh, inspections, like- inspections, uh, a big inspection. I remember I was sweating it because I was a calibration guy, and and they were coming to to check our whole program uh, front to back, and I just got thrown in. I just got to the ships. I didn't know a lot about it. All my all my knowledge was uh, in school. I had no practical knowledge, and there was a lot of kids out there, a lot of sailors that knew a lot about it. Hell, I was a kid at the time, so we were all kids. Um, and I asked them, what, what do you think? They've been through this. What do you think we need to do better? And, you know, we got through it. We actually did pretty well on it, uh, just by taking other people's inputs. And from then, then on, I was like, Hey, this is a, this is a good way to do business. This works. People want to help you if they feel that they, uh, that they're going to be part of the solution. And that gives them self-gratification and nobody, nobody joins something to fail. Everybody wants to win. Nobody says, I want to fail at this. That's why I'm giving up four years of my life to fail at something or six years of your life, depending on what, uh, what your rate is. Um, so when, when, when they feel like they're part of the solution, they're going to try that much harder. They're going to think about it. Even after work, they'll think about how to improve the, uh, the situation or how to, how to improve the process. I think I'm a more strategic or not strategic. I'm a more, uh, out of the box leader. Yep. So a lot of people don't get what I'm doing at first it, in that, that I learned from air traffic control is putting like fastest, most expeditious route to the, to the mm-hmm. solution as possible. And, it, and sometimes to, you know, those that are in the mix, that doesn't make sense. And so that, that's um, one of the struggles I deal with, I guess, in leadership is that uh, I'm not real up, up front with how, we're, why we're doing things the way that we do. And a lot of times I butt heads with people because they're like, this is weird and this is out of the box and I don't understand the end game of what we're doing. And then, um, but, but it is the fastest way and it's just putting the pieces to the puzzle. I see it in my head. And that's um, one of the ways that I'm, I I think that one of the situations that has developed me as a leader And then as far as like team, working as a team, um, getting everyone on board, I've had numerous different um, leaders and mentors develop, yeah. develop that portion of it, that portion that butts heads mm-hmm. typically when I was a young sailor to now I can uh, usually mold the team, control the team. Right. You are an out-of-box thinker, though. I've noticed that about you. Even at mm-hmm. home, you're out-of-box. I'm more of a... Uh, like I said, in your face, I'm just going to bull through it and get it done. And that's, and it, it works, but it's not always the best. I might catch some shrapnel on the way, yeah. but uh, it's good maybe to maneuver, to juke a little bit here and there, as you say in sports and to uh, get a. Well, you know, so that, so it's, it, I was thinking about that this morning because it can be your greatest strength and also your greatest weakness because you yes. won't think outside of the box. You're just like, this is the straight and narrow and yep. then I'm going to get there. And yep. That's true. Come hell or high water, we're doing it this way, and it's gonna work. It's gonna get done. Whether 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 oh, my hair is jacked up on me, I'm sorry. But uh, whether you want it to or not, in the wake of death and the the, yeah, death, the death in my carnage. wake, carnage yeah. in my wake. Yeah, yeah. but it, it is. It, you know, a lot of times we're like, oh, just go in there and don't take no for an answer, and then <laughs> you just keep like beating your head against the wall, beating your head yeah. against the wall, yeah. and, and you don't think of another way to skin the cat. Right. And right. That that can be when it greatest weaknesses you know and i've been stubborn too um, <laughs> <laughs> i've been real stubborn too you know just yeah. I'm, I'm, this is the way it's gonna work it's gonna work it's gonna work yeah. and then you don't you, it's hard to think outside of the box when you it get is. that 
blinders on. Especially when that's just one thing you got to knock out before you knock out 20 or 30 other things, mm -hmm. right? You know, it's tough. You just want to get put something behind you so you can move on. Put it behind. I just want to get it, but get this behind me, then I can move on. And that's one thing down. And that, that, that usually feels so good. But like I said, sometimes you can't just go like a bull in a china shop and just wreck stuff. You got to kind of, you're right about uh, maneuvering around, maneuvering into the problem for a better, safer, expeditious outcome. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm the best. I'm just saying that's what I do. I mean, it's worked for me. <laughs> the bull in china shop has kind of worked for me. <laughs> that's what I, it worked for me. Okay. <laughs> it works. But the, the carnage left behind is one of the I've never killed things. anybody doing it. <laughs> <laughs> But did you die? Yeah. No, you die. What only kill you makes you stronger, right? Yeah. That, I think that's just some of the things that we bring to the table is just yeah. that different approach. And, and it's one of the things that makes us a really good couple yeah. because we come home, we bounce ideas off of each other. He'll say, this is what I want to do. I just want to power through. And I'm like, well, have you thought about yeah. this way? Or, yeah. you know, even... Um, just like you telling me, you know, about the um, low impact cardio, like I just stubborn, yeah. I'm stubborn yeah. in my head somewhere along the way. I still am that old sailor mentality yeah. where you don't go to sit call, Power you don't go it. see the doc, you just beat your body down. Power through it and yeah. then worry about the morning, worry about the next day. Yeah, right? but guess what? You're right. Because. Sorry. Guess what? You're right though, <laughs> because if I can't run the next day was going to make me be able to run the next year and the yeah, next year and the true. next year, eventually something's going to give, yep. you know, I got to stop being stubborn. I think got to stop and not worry about it. Cause I, I don't run a, it's not that you cannot run a PFA. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't run a PFA. So get off of that CFL thing about, Oh, am I real CFL? If I can't run the PFA, I've seen you run. I remember when you got back from Djibouti, I couldn't keep up with you. Yeah, I, was I mean, chicken whipping my butt like about whipping my butt like <laughs> a minute I was, better. I was out there running with all those camel carcasses, camel carcasses, <laughs> and whatever the you, heat was. You got back to land the free and just smoke check me. It's terrible. Well, yeah. for me, it was terrible. It was great for her. It was terrible for me. It was kind of embarrassing, actually, because <laughs> I was smoking you before you left. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, I wish I could get back into that running shape, but it's something about those camel carcasses that really helps you to. We should send you TAD to Booty. No, come I'm back good. and beast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that we just wanted to come on here and tell you what we're about. Tell you why we're doing this. Why we're doing this? Because you know, I I have a couple of other podcasts. I have the CFL podcast, and I'm on the Savage Squad um, outside the Uniform podcast. Mm -hmm. And Heath has been my biggest supporter, and he actually gives me a lot of advice behind the scenes he he's back there um telling me which you know yeah. what which way we should go which way we look right and so i figured that he could offer that advice to you all and um that it would be kind of cool for him to participate that's cool yeah first we, time ever so <laughs> we do we do things like this all the time to spend time together we make our job our life or we yeah. make our life our no, we go? implement, we implement our personal life into our professional life. Uh, for example, she's a recruiter. I think you, mm -hmm. you mentioned that Navy recruiter. So she's in charge of the debt pool. So she, she beats them down every Tuesday and Thursday. And if, as long as I can get off work on time, I'll go work out with them, stuff like that. And it's just, 
um, one of the many ways that we yeah. have found, because our schedules are crazy. Our schedules are um, nuts, and the Navy seems to take up a lot of our time. Yeah. And, and where do we find time for each other yeah. and our marriage and development, as far as that goes, is, is to be a part yeah. of each other's work life. Yep. That's the only way you can do it. I mean, nobody, like, dual military thing, it's not easy. Of course it's not easy, but anything's worthwhile is not easy. So for people to say, wow, that's, that's impossible. No, it's because you got to make it, you got to make it a priority. You you make time for things you care about, right? So yeah. I know a lot of people will spend hours on video games a day because it's important to them. Well, this is important to us. That's why we do it. And I'm going to do a plug. I'm going to send a plug for, uh, for Jamie here. Uh, the CFL certified fitness leaders, right? Yeah. That is an outstanding workout uh, for them. Uh, I tell you what, I've my, my doing it since July. My cardio, my strength is is night and day. Yeah, it's it's really. I've been doing it with them for a while, and I'll, I'll on the off days I'll go for a run or something. But I tell you, it's worth it's worth uh, signing in and, and following them on that. It's a great her and uh, B Bird, her partner out of Port uh, Port Orchard, yeah. Washington, killer job. And then the Savage Squad got her and uh, the team Savage Squad doing. Excellent job. They have great, great guests on, uh, out of uniforms, uh, success stories. It's it's really inspiring. So uh, I recommend everybody tuning in if they get a chance. And he's not just saying that because he's my husband. I'm not just saying that. He's Actually, also a fan. I'm a fan. I, I love it. I wouldn't watch it if I didn't like it. I look forward to it. So <laughs> you wouldn't watch it just because I'm on there. I would watch it. I'm not lying. I would but watch I it, but like I, but I, I would just, you know, I wouldn't give the advice that I try to give them because I think it's really good. And it can only get better. So yeah, and and that's so that's what we wanted to bring to this. Yeah, that we wanted to bring Heath's um, thoughts and experience and his advice, and then just the um, situation scenarios, questions that you have about dual military, about um, deployment, moving, marriage, kids. I, I'm not saying we're experts, but. We got we got a lot of good advice, I think. I think so. Look, we both mentorship been through a lot. I've deployed. She's deployed. She deployed at two months after we got married, and I, you know, I had to take care of business. So yeah. we've both been through it. Um, I think we do have some advice, and I'm we're just here to help. You know, yeah. if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up, and we'll we'll answer them on the next on the next episode uh, the best we can. The thing about it, we both know people. Mm-hmm. So if we you know, don't know the answer, we can, we can find, find it. it. We find the answer. It's not, it's not like <laughs> the we, old board answer. I don't right. know the answer to that question, but I'll right. get back to you. Definitely. And it's, yeah. we know a lot of people that's been through this. This thing about the Navy is a network and we've both been in the Navy for a minute. So we know a lot of people. So yeah. we definitely help out. So remember, this is a Dear Abby type. Dear Abby type type podcast we want you to write to us we want you to and we're not gonna we don't have to say your name we can just yeah. read the scenario right read the leadership problem or the or our good stuff or mm -hmm. whatever it may mm -hmm. be yeah definitely and then just offer our our unique perspective on it yeah. that's true more than happy to help that's why we're doing this okay well with that being said i think we should end it we end it right now <laughs> take care everybody all right <laughs>